The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people. <clears throat> Excuse me. All the boat rockers in the house and anybody else I may have missed reading some of the comments here. Um, to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but to see who's on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com for our Muslim friends. I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. I'm glad that you guys have joined us here on Thursday morning, uh, just ahead of uh, the Christmas holiday. And uh, if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you want to go over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, we encourage you to do so, and if you would like to help support us, we let you know there's a need there. If you're able to help in that need, we would appreciate that very much. Um, but we're going to keep doing what we're doing despite whether the needs are being met or not because God knows the needs, and uh, He's the one who supplies those needs. You can head over there to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and click on the Donate button if you feel so led to do so, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty by clicking the Become a Son or Daughter of Liberty button up at the top of the page. And also you can pick up some of our products in the store. T-shirts, hats, CDs, DVDs, books, and water bottles, and coffee mugs, all that good stuff in the store. And that you get a product, we get some help uh, there as well. Uh, so appreciate that very much. Also, uh, while you're there at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, be sure to sign up for our email list. We don't rent it. We don't spam you with it. You get one email a day. It gives you the articles that we write. I put some of them out, and so does uh, Bradley, as well as some of the contributors we have. And you can also pick up the live video feed of the radio show here on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Uh, it's the second video section there. Just click on that, and you can, if you want to jump into the chat, you can click on YouTube under that, or it's at the bottom of that video that's going there, and join us on YouTube. Welcome to everybody in all of the chat rooms as well. We appreciate your support uh, here in the mornings. Already I've, got, I've gotten, just based off of what um, <clears throat> I put as a title uh, with Trump and the, the, the COVID stimulus bill thing. Now, I want to say right off the bat <clears throat> that I'm going to correct myself here. Okay, I, I've said that Trump hasn't vetoed a single bill sent to him, and that's really not true. So I want to correct myself. I found this out uh, a day or so ago, and because of the show yesterday, I wanted to wait till I was dealing with this thing here. So I want to correct myself. 
And just let you know, I am up to be corrected, okay? Came across this at the United States Senate. These are the the uh, few things, like nine things that he's vetoed. Some of them are somewhat important. Some of them are not so important. I, obviously, we've got uh, the Yemen War Powers Act and the Iran War Powers Act and and some of that. And so that was th- those are really good. Uh, this one here, the National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 2021. That's you know this is part of the stuff that's going on here. <clears throat> so those are good things, okay. And I want to applaud that that they're vetoed. Those are good things, right? So you can't say, oh Tim, you just hate everything. Nope, these are good things. They're good things. Um, but there's here's the thing, and I don't like to try to get to somebody's motive, but when they tell it to you. You can't help but see it. I mean, and this is what I'm talking about, about what we're going to speak about today with this whole COVID thing, okay? Now, before we start, let's lay the foundation as to what the deal is with um, Congress and their authority. In other words, this is just as much Congress's problem as it is a Trump problem for him talking about it in the way that it's being talked about, okay? Okay. So Congress has been given <clears throat> 18 to 21 things, depending on how you break them up, but they're, they're contained in Article 1 that they can legislate on. That's it. They can't legislate on anything outside of that, which means they can only spend money on those things they're allowed to legislate on. Does that make sense? I send you over to a store or a little booth that, ha- that sells about 10 different widgets. I give you money, and I say, you can go buy anything at that little booth that makes those 10 widgets, but you can't buy anything, any other widgets from any other store. doesn't matter what they cost or, or any of that, okay? So if you take my money and you go buy something at somebody else, have you violated the command that I gave you? Yes, or the authority that I gave you to do with with that money. Yes, it's the same thing here. We authorize them to write law about specific things. Okay? That's it. And that's where money can be spent. It can't be spent outside of that. So, with that said, I've got an article that Publius Holda had done for us several years ago. And this comes from Article 1, Section 8, Clauses 1 to 16. These are the powers delegated to Congress. I'm going to give them to you really quick. To lay certain taxes, to pay the debts of the United States, to declare war and make rules of warfare, to raise and support armies and a navy and to make rules governing the military forces, to call forth the militia for certain purposes and to make rules governing the militia, to regulate commerce with foreign nations, and among the states and with the Indian tribes to establish uniform rules of naturalization, to establish uniform laws on bankruptcies, to coin money, to regulate the value thereof, to fix the standard of weights and measures, to provide for the punishment of counterfeiting, to establish post offices and post roads, to issue patents and copyrights, to create courts inferior to the Supreme Court, and to define and punish piracies and felonies committed on the high seas, and offenses against the laws of nations. Other provisions of our Constitution delegate to Congress powers over the country at large to make laws regarding 
and enumeration of the population for purposes of apportionment of representatives and direct taxes, elections of senators and representatives and their pay, after 1808 to prohibit the importation of slaves, after 1808 to restrict migration or immigration to these United States, a restricted power to suspend writs of habeas corpus, to revise and control imposts or duties on imports or exports which may be laid by states, a restricted power to declare the punishment of treason, implementation of the full faith and credit clause, procedures for amendments to the Constitution. Right? Then, the 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, 19th, 23rd, 24th, and 26th Amendments delegated additional powers to Congress over the country at large respecting certain civil rights and certain voting rights, the public debt lawfully incurred, lawfully incurred, you get that? Lawfully incurred. Income tax, which is not what you think it is, successions to vacated offices, dates of assembly, and appointment of representatives from the D.C., Okay, And she breaks it down into four things. We delegated Congress over the country at large. The, the things that we delegated to them, the authorities there, divide into four categories. International relations, commerce, and war. Control immigration by restricting who may come to the United States and establish a uniform rule of naturalization of new citizens. Domestically, to, ins- to establish a uniform commercial system, weights and measures, patents and copyrights, and monetary system based on gold and silver... Bankruptcy law, a limited power over interstate commerce and mail delivery, and in some of the amendments to protect certain civil and certain voting rights. That's it. That's all we gave them authority to do. We didn't give them authority over health care. We didn't give them authority over um, businesses. We just didn't do that. We didn't give them authority to tell you you have to wear a mask. We didn't give them authority to spend money on all kinds of uh, studies related to health, whether they're for gun control bills or whether they're for COVID. We, we just didn't do that. It's not in there anywhere. Okay. We didn't authorize them to take money from one person and give it to another. We didn't authorize them to set up a retirement fund for every American. We didn't authorize them to steal money out of our paychecks before we even get our paychecks. We didn't authorize any of that. Do you understand? Okay, so I just want to I want to lay that groundwork here because I think it's important that we understand uh, exactly what's going on here. So, with that said, I want to play Donald Trump's own words. Okay, now here's what I want you to listen for. He'll name off some things, and rightly so. Okay, so don't get me wrong when I when I speak about what Trump says here. He is right to call out these things. In fact, it's his duty to call them out. But here's what he says. They're unnecessary and they're wasteful. He doesn't say they're unconstitutional. No, 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 no. And he com- and I want you to see how he pits it. Even illegals getting illegal aliens getting $1800 versus an American who gets 600. He he's pitting it against the the American check for $600. See, there's an argument here that's being put forward over something nobody has authority to be doing in the first place. And that's what's going on, because President Trump's already talked to us about a $2,000 check for everybody. Well, that's just as unconstitutional as the $600 check. 
And there was no problem with a $1,200 check earlier this year for, for these guys. Okay? Do you understand what I'm saying? So when you hear what goes on here from, from President Trump, you're not going to hear this is unconstitutional. You're going to hear an argument that says this isn't fair. I mean, that's basically what it's saying. It's not saying it's unconstitutional. And so I want, I want to play his own words. I'm not going to interrupt him. I'm going to, it runs a, just a few minutes here. But I want him to, to, to say it, and then I want to point you back into what it is. I want to show you what, what we had in this bill, that's, all this bill that's coming forward, as well as what we had earlier this year. Okay? All right, here's President Trump. Throughout the summer, Democrats cruelly blocked COVID relief legislation in an effort to advance their extreme left-wing agenda and influence the election. Then, a few months ago, Congress started negotiations on a new package to get urgently needed help to the American people. It's taken forever. However, the bill they are now planning to send back to my desk is much different than anticipated. It really is a disgrace. For example, among the more than 5,000 pages in this bill, which nobody in Congress has read because of its length and complexity. It's called the COVID relief bill, but it has almost nothing to do with COVID. This bill contains $85.5 million for assistance to Cambodia, $134 million to Burma, $1.3 billion for Egypt and the Egyptian military, which will go out and buy almost exclusively Russian military equipment, $25 million for democracy and gender programs in Pakistan, $505 million to Belize, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Panama, $40 million for the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., which is not even open for business, $1 billion for the Smithsonian and an additional $154 million for the National Gallery of Art. Likewise, these facilities are essentially not open. $7 million for reef fish management, $25 million to combat Asian carp, $2.5 million to count the number of amberjack fish in the Gulf of Mexico, a provision to promote the breeding of fish in federal hatcheries, $3 million in poultry production technology, $2 million to research the impact of downed trees, $566 million for construction projects at the FBI. The bill also allows stimulus checks for the family members of illegal aliens, allowing them to get up to $1,800 each. This is far more than the Americans are given. Despite all of this wasteful spending and much more, the $900 billion package provides hardworking taxpayers with only $600 each in relief payments. And not enough money is given to small businesses, and in particular restaurants, whose owners have suffered so grievously they were only given a deduction for others to use in business their restaurant for two years. This two-year period must be withdrawn, which will allow the owners to obtain financing and get their restaurants back in condition. Congress can terminate it at a much later date. 
but two years is not acceptable. It's not enough. Congress found plenty of money for foreign countries, lobbyists, and special interests while sending the bare minimum to the American people who need it. It wasn't their fault. It was China's fault, not their fault. I am asking Congress to amend this bill and increase the ridiculously low $600 to $2,000 or $4,000 for a couple. I am also asking Congress to immediately get rid of the wasteful and unnecessary items from this legislation and to send me a suitable bill or else the next administration will have to deliver a COVID relief package and maybe that administration will be me and we will get it done. Thank you very much. All right, there is Donald Trump. I let him speak in his own words. Didn't want to interrupt him. I wanted him to give you uh, the things that he was talking about. And indeed, what he said there is true. Okay, it's true. Those things are in there. <laughs> Some of you guys are talking <laughs> talking about the Pakistan gender research. Yeah. Did that sound like any of those things I read off from um, Publius breaking down what Congress has authority to legislate on and therefore spend money on? Did that sound like any, did any of the stuff he read off sound like that? No. How about that $600? Did that sound like something that was, was up to Congress? No, none of it was. None of it was auth- is authorized in the Constitution. Okay? Part of the problem, though, is that you hear him say they're giving the American people the bare minimum. It's not enough. He didn't say, Congress, it's not your job to be giving the American people or these foreign countries or any of these weird studies of dead wood in the trees or in the forest and, um, you know, the gender things and the fish studies and all that. None of that's authorized in the Constitution. He didn't say that. Okay? He said for the American, he pitted that against the American people getting 600 bucks. And he said, it's not enough. Now, folks, I don't know any other way. It's not a clickbait uh, title that I gave this, Chris, by the way, uh, who was on Facebook. It's not a clickbait thing. This, he's saying, you got to give the American people more money. What is that? Other than socialism, which is the step towards communism. I... Again, I'm not picking on just Donald Trump. The Congress sent it to him. All those cats in there, same thing. Okay? Now, if you think a lot of this is going to change it, in fact, I've heard they're willing to up him on that $2,000. That's what they wanted to do in the first place. Okay? So some of you are probably really happy. I'm going to get a $2,000 check this time, buddy. Not $1,200. Thanks to Donnie Trump. And it's probably going to have a signature on it like last time. Somebody asked about a national emergency. Where is that in here? Where's that in here? Huh? In the Constitution. Where's that in here? I, you have been scammed and hoodooed, America. The rest of the world has too over this thing. You have been scammed and hoodooed. There is no national emergency. It is a fake. It is a fraud. Are people being sick? 
Yeah, there's people sick every year. Notice I, I had the article out the other day from the pharmacist of 43 years who said, <laughs> we're in the midst of regular flu season. And they have a generic Tamiflu or something like that, or Theraflu. I don't know the names of the stuff because I don't take them that people normally get prescribed. He said, we haven't prescribed, we don't have one prescription we've given for the flu. We don't, uh, the guy who sells, he's a national salesman that's a friend of his, 75 accounts throughout the United States, hasn't sold one bottle of the flu medicine. Everything in its daddy is being put under COVID, which by the way, I'll remind you, CDC documents say they have never isolated it. They don't have, they don't have what they say is out there. They don't have it. That's their own documents. <laughs> uh, there you go. There you go, Razor Queen. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. All right, so that's President Trump on his own saying what he said. And for a bill to be 5,000 pages, uh, 5,500 actually, I, what do you do here? Now, what I want to do is I kind of want to, I've got several things that I want to do here. I've got a couple of articles. All these will be in the archives at sonsoflibertymedia.com, okay? A little later this morning, under the same title as you guys are seeing on the video platforms. But look, Congress has had time to straighten all this stuff out. They haven't done it. They've waited till the last minute. They always do this stuff around the holidays because they're they're figuring people want to be with their families, despite what your governors and mayors and some of these uh, sycophant tyrants are doing, telling you not to go be with your family while they go be with theirs, not to open your business while you while you don't open your or while they open theirs. And again, guys, you're the solution. You got a business, open it. Well, but Tim, they'll come after me. Well, you got to take a stand sometime. It's better to take it now when it's really light. You probably aren't going to shed your blood at this point and take that stand. And when you do, if they come after you, go to sonsoflibertymedia.com, click on the contact button, and we'll put you on the air. We'll let you get your story out to America because we want to encourage people to do the right thing. And it's only going to come if a bunch of you get together, if you get together and open up and start taking the mask off. Uh, we've got a guy, let's see, I wanted to play this, put this out yesterday. This is um, State Senator Dallas Hurd in Oregon. I mean, here's a guy who put his money where his mouth was, people trying to get into the Capitol building to protest their government for redress of grievances, what we talked about with Bob and Captain Carl on, uh, what day was that? Tuesday. Okay? And he was standing out there with the people. They wouldn't let the people in. The people who paid for the building. They were gassing them. It's, it's, it was awful. I probably should pull up that just to show you what these knuckleheads were doing. But this guy right here, Oregon State Senator Dallas Hurd, I want you to take a listen to what he had to say. It's very, very powerful. Courtesies of the Senate. Let's see. Remonstrances. Senator Dallas Hurd. This is yet another illegitimate session where you, the Democratic majority, have declared the people unfit to participate in person in their own Capitol building. 
Let the record reflect that I am in fierce opposition to any legislation that this illegitimate assembly may pass today. You will be held accountable for this in the coming years. You have joined Kate Brown in her campaign of intimidation against the people and the children of God. 1 Samuel 2.10 says, The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. From heaven he will thunder against them. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. The anointed king of kings is Jesus Christ. And this is his kingdom, not ours. The days of your unchecked assault against our freedoms and his children is over. You've oppressed the free peoples of Oregon. You have said to me through my caucus leader that we are being forced to wear these masks today and that your false authority will be enforced against any of us who don't submit to you. If you had not done such great evil to my people and had simply asked me to wear this mask, I would have. But you commanded it, and therefore I declare my right to protest against your false authority and remove my mask. I will stand here for 30 seconds while you decide whether you are fascists, willing to use the government to force and override my rights, or to prove that you are nothing more than bullies and false authorities. Remonstrances. My now time complete. is not done, Mr. Messages President. Messages from the House. My time is not done, Messages Mr. President. from the House. My time Proceed. is not done, Mr. Proceed, President. Please. Proceed. My time is not done, Mr. President. Yes, your time is up. No, it was not. Yes, it is up. Well, I'm not you show argue what you, you are. Turn off his you make it up as you Messages from the House, please. You have no messages. Reports from committees, motions, propositions. Recognize Senator Rob Wagner. Recognize Senator Rob Wagner. Recognize Senator Rob Wagner. And so you can see this guy running the show up there. Uh, I believe his name is Courtney. Last name is Courtney. Uh, he's just as lawless as Kate Brown is. Just as lawless. There are times allotted to these guys because they speak on behalf of the people. And even in his silence, he was making a statement. I know that sounds like an oxymoron. <laughs> but what he was doing was he was saying, any of you guys ever watched the movie Atlas Shrugs? Atlas Shrugs? Sorry. There's a section in there that's, uh, I don't know, it's like 30-something pages in the book. But there's this great speech by this guy, Hank Reardon. He's a steelmaker. And the government's wanted to take over his steel company. It's basically communism is what it is. You'll supply the government before you supply anybody else. We're going to determine the rules. And he's like, no, 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 no. And they're trying to be all civil and stuff. And he says, you're trying to be civil, but why don't you show people what you're really about and bring guns? Bring guns. Well, this is what Dallas was doing. He was saying, you're threatening us over this mass thing that does nothing, by the way. And that's according to the New England Journal of Medicine. They said it does little, if any, thing to protect people from viruses and stuff like that. And depending on whether you buy into the germ theory or the terrain theory is going to determine whether or not you believe you can actually pass these viruses on to one another anyway. Uh, Victoria, you can go to sonsoflibertymedia.com and scroll down or just put in the search bar there, uh, Oregon State Senator, and it should come up. Uh, I had it up yesterday. So it should be on the front page. Just scroll down and you'll find it there at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Okay? Uh, it's also in the, the little slider at the top of the, the um, top of the webpage. And I'll include the article there for those who want to go back, 
later on, you want to read what's there, uh, see the video and any of the commentary that I had, um, which wasn't much because I was just putting it together. I felt like what he said was enough. I really did. I, I felt like, man, you don't need to add anything when the guy just does it. But what he was doing was he was saying, okay, let's see if you're going to bring your thugs and do what you're going to do. Because this is what this is. This is organized crime. Okay? So he takes his mask off and he waits for them. And he said, are you going to be fascist? You're going to use the power of the government to enforce something that's unlawful against me? Is that what you're going to do? Or are you going to be shown to be the false authority you are? Good for him. Good for him. Now, how does he do that? Well, he does that according to what the law actually is. Protects his, it's supposed to protect the rights of the people. And part of the, the, the people being represented here uh, in his district, he is one voice for all of those people. Okay? Same thing happens in the federal Congress. Those people up there are supposed to be a voice for the people in their district. Okay? <laughs> You're right, Eric. <laughs> Wearing a Petri dish on your face will make you sick, that's for sure. So, what's going on here? Because I don't want to just say this is about Trump. What I'm saying is Trump should have not just said, pitted a $600 check against all this other stuff. Let, let me give you for instance here. One of the things he mentioned in there, I just want to show you kind of what's going on here. One of the things that Donald Trump mentioned in this quote-unquote COVID relief bill, okay, was the Kennedy Center getting $40 million. Now, I got a, I got a question for you. Do any of you guys remember earlier this year when the first uh, COVID stimulus went out? Any of you guys remember that? $6.5 trillion? You guys remember that? Let me remind you of what was in that bill. Oh, yes, the Kennedy Center. $25 million. They were not open for business, as Donald Trump said in this one. $25 million. And guess who was on the, I think they call it the honorary board of the Kennedy Center. That's right. It's not just Democrats. It's Melania, Michelle, Mitch, and a few other people. This is back from April. And Donald Trump didn't have a problem signing that bill. Do you understand? Do you understand what I'm getting at? I'm not trying to beat on the guy, but my goodness, you call out the right things, but for the wrong reason. And if you're doing that, it's part of the problem because you don't understand your constitution and you don't understand your authority as president, I guess. He wants to say he has a a total authority in opening up or closing down the states or any of this other. No, you don't. Show it to me. Article, section, and clause. And look, if, if you disagree with me, that's fine. That's fine if you disagree with me. One, uh, 215-TOP-TALK. 215-867-8255. you want to call in, we got about 30, uh, 25 minutes that you can still call in. Love to hear from you. I really would. And I'll be polite to you. I'll be cordial with you. I really will. Let's have a conversation. But the fact of the matter is... <clears throat> This wasn't a problem earlier this year. wasn't a problem earlier uh, in, in all of these other things. Okay? I agree with you, Sooners. I don't think Donald Trump is a stupid man at all. I've never said that. I think he's a pretty intelligent fellow to know, know what he's doing there. But the fact of the matter is, 
the Kennedy Center payments of millions of dollars, which are which are all unconstitutional, okay, was was signed off on earlier this year to a stimulus package that was two or three times what this last one was was given. So here again, let's point out a couple of things. I uh, I did two articles before the one that I I put up with uh, with Trump saying what he's what he's saying there, okay, uh, this week. One was this. This is more of a truthful headline. More socialism. Congress is set to unlawfully steal and devalue your money, redistribute it, and fund all sorts of unconstitutional items just in time to save their own necks. See, they're up against the wall again. They keep kicking the can down the road. Oh, we got to fund the government for a week. Oh, we got to fund it for a month. Oh, we got to have a continuing resolution. All this kind of stuff. And again, I think I mentioned this the other day when we talked about it. This is about all that that those that money going to foreign countries. And again, it's just as unconstitutional as the six hundred or two thousand dollar or twelve hundred dollar checks that are being talked about too. All of that is okay. And those things were passed in the CARES Act back in March. Okay. Oh, we don't even want to talk about these enhanced unemployment benefits. Remember that that was six hundred dollars a week extra in unemployment benefits. I, I got to tell you. I got a friend, she's a paralegal over in New, uh, North Carolina, and she was telling me, she said, Tim, we had to you know, do something with the guy, whatever was going on at the time, and uh, the guy had to be on unemployment, uh, another paralegal at the firm. She said he's making more money sitting at home now. <laughs> uh, you know what, a, a more, um, if you want to call in, you're, you're, you're welcome you're welcome to call in. Love to hear from you, but uh, I don't think that you'll do it. But again, I had a pro- I I had a problem the first time. Said it. Well, I love you, Amor. Okay, <laughs> and I'm not Bradley. Uh, Bradley comes on in the afternoon. It, by the way, we. She said he's making more money sitting at home than he was working. Why? Because of the first stimulus. $600 in addition to the, I don't know, 60% or whatever the pay that he was getting from unemployment. So we have these billions going. Then we had the massive bailout. You remember that of uh, banks, businesses? You heard Donald Trump say, oh, businesses need this money too. Well, um, that's socialism too. That's not found in any of the enumerated powers that we gave to Congress. None of them are found in there. Got $45 billion going to transportation. We got the Federal Reserve involved in all of this because behind it, they're going to be the ones making all the money. If you, if, you're not, if, you're, if you don't have an understanding of how the Federal Reserve is involved in this and the banksters, that's part of the problem. You need to... Well, you can't see my videos on that, but you can listen to the shows on the Federal Reserve that I've done at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Education. We talked about education on Wednesdays. We, we bring that up every Wednesday with Lynn Taylor. 
Education, $82 billion. Feds aren't supposed to have anything to do with that. They weren't. That was not an enumerated power listed in our Constitution. That's why I started off with that. All right? Other benefits that are there. Then we had the entire um, issue of money going to foreign countries. And some of this was, was made mention of by President Trump, and rightly so. And it is needless, and it is wasteful. There's no doubt. But it's unlawful. That's, that's what should be being said. Not pitted against, what well, we're going to give all these millions over here, these billions of dollars, literally, to these foreign countries to do whatever, all these little projects and stuff. But we're going to pit that against the American people getting a $600 check. Okay? Well, that's exactly right, Eric. Not only has have our representatives not read this bill, neither has the president. He's just getting some advice from some people as to what to say to, you know, who's going to write his speech. I mean, clearly somebody else was writing the speech to push that, that we played it the first. But look. A bill allotted $300 million for a countering Chinese influence fund, $290 million for a countering Russian influence fund. It committed $101 million to fight wildlife poaching and offered $2.5 million for Internet freedom programs in closed societies. By the way, there was setting up, um, yesterday we had something come out, that it, you could be targeted um, in the coming bill, I think it was in the NDA bill, NDAA bill, that you could be targeted for posting one of those little memes on social media. That's right. We could be targeted for this show because we're speaking out against the establishment. That's stuff that's in there. Did any of you read that in the um, in Article One or any of the amendments that we mentioned in the Constitution? Nope, you sure didn't. You didn't read any of that. Frustrating is what it is. It's frustrating that people don't see. The package commits $506 million to Central American regional security, including $45 million towards the nation's attorney generals if they seek to fight corruption. <laughs> Here, let's be corrupt and take the American people's money unconstitutionally. Let's steal from them. Let's be corrupt ourselves. Send it over to uh, uh, other areas of the world but only if you promise to fight corruption. Uh, how does that work? It's not about fighting corruption. It's about them being corrupt. Package included $453 million in assistance for Ukraine, $700 million in economic support for Sudan, $10 million for gender programs in Pakistan. Again, the president mentioned a couple of those things. Additionally, authorized... $4 billion in military loans for Jordan and approves $250 million for Palestinians in a five-year program intended to boost Palestinian employment to improve the chances of peace with Israel. Uh, that's something I'm just going to touch on real briefly. I'm not going to get off, I'm not going to get off a sidetrack. This peace stuff that you're hearing over there, it isn't a peace deal. This is a war deal. They're getting ready to do something over there. That's a war deal. That's a war pact. That's not a peace deal. You watch and see. Watch and see. There's no way that's what that is. 
It's kind of interesting. There were a number of tweets by Thomas Massey, um, congressman from Kentucky. He's one of the guy. He's one of the few guys I can say. If Thomas Massey said it, he probably knows what he's talking about. Okay. These were some of his tweets. Six gallons in one quart. The quantity of Pelosi's favorite ice cream you can buy with a $600 stimulus check. Taxes and delivery not included. $12 a pint. Price may vary based on location. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it is, Pamela. There's a lot of stuff that we're giving money. Um, and you know what? I got to tell you, in some countries, I, I'm i like, yeah, if you were invading my country, I would think the same thing. I, You know, Ron Paul brought it up years ago. He said, how would we feel if China came over here and started setting up military bases on our soil? Would we just sit back and say, uh, it's just fine, guys. Don't worry about it. I know we've trained some of these yahoos. I know we've had some of the Saudis over here to do some training. But anyway, Thomas says there can be no good justification for putting so many things in one bill. Most of my colleagues will vote for this 5,000-plus page bill without even knowing this is in it. Well, of course, they've been doing it, and the people have let them do it. He goes on and says, I predict the day our country's finances collapse, we will uh, still be funding gender programs in Pakistan. The COVID relief stimulus bill has no less than $10 million for said programs attached to it. And here's where he's showing you where that is. He says, we have a rule that requires 72 hours. Some of you guys may remember Rand Paul brought this up. I don't know when it was, 2012, 2013, somewhere in there, uh, when he got in the Senate. And one of the things he constantly complained about where they were getting bills dropped on them with like five minutes to vote on, and they're like 1,200-page bills. He says, there's no way you can read it, let alone go to all the places that are being changed and everything else. And that's why they have to have so many of these staffers, which in large measure... They're being depended upon to tell them what's in it. They're supposed to be given 72 hours, but were they given that? Are they given any of this? No. And so he calls them out. Good for Thomas Massey. And that's a, that's a guy that I think you can get behind. He's the one who called out Republicans and Democrats going after your guns, both of them. Through the whole background check, the NICS system, all of that other. All of that's unconstitutional. The entire Nick system is unconstitutional. You know why? Because it assumes you're guilty and you have to prove your innocence before you can get a gun, which is your right. You have a right to keep and bear arms. And if you got money to get a gun, go get the biggest thing that you can get or the smallest thing you can get or whatever, whatever you want. Because I'm not scared of you if you're intending on obeying, being morally upright and not committing crime. There's nothing to fear from a person like that. There's everything to be ad- to admire about a person like that because they're seeking to protect and even be a part of the militia if need be. You know, our friend Matt Agris said, uh, wrote an article, it took government less time to approve the COVID-19 vaccine than a $600 check for citizens. It's always pretty clever with some of the stuff that he points out. And I I couldn't agree more. This is where we're at. 
pushing agendas, and then tossing a few scraps of bread to the American people to buy them off. And look at them. I could say what they jump on like, but the fact of the matter is they just jump on it and they eat it up. They eat it up. There's other things that I've got here um, that I wanted to bring out of this. Now, this was back from March again. And if you recall, President Trump last year at the State of the Union said this. Well, if I took in... uh, Took him off of mute. He would say it. <laughs> Here we go. As part of a bold new diplomacy, we continue our historic push for peace on the Korean Peninsula. Our hostages have come home. Nuclear testing has stopped. And there has not been a missile launch in more than 15 months. If I had not been elected president of the United States... We would right now, in my opinion, be in a major war with North Korea. Much work remains to be done, but my relationship with Kim Jong-un is a good one. Chairman Kim and I will meet again on February 27th and 28th in Vietnam. Two weeks ago, the United States officially recognized the legitimate government of Venezuela and its new president, Juan Guaido. We stand with the Venezuelan people in their noble quest for freedom And we condemn the brutality of the Maduro regime, whose socialist policies have turned that nation from being the wealthiest in South America into a state of abject poverty and despair. Here in the United States, we are alarmed by the new calls to adopt socialism in our country. America was founded on liberty and independence and not government coercion, domination, and control. We are born free and we will stay free. While that is true, tonight we renew our resolve that America will never be a socialist country. And with that, uh, obviously, Donald Trump didn't get the memo. We've been a socialist country for more than 100 years. Okay? We have. To deny that is to deny exactly what I'm reading off to you about these bills. 
the fact that he's okay with giving out, taking money out and giving it to Americans even is problematic. Um, I've got a call caller here, and uh, so I don't have a name, so I'm going to just pull it up here and we'll see what happens. Uh, caller, are you there? Yes, sir. Okay, go ahead. Uh, how are you doing this morning, Tim? I'm good, man. How are you? Oh, fine. Um, this is Landon. I'm from Oklahoma. Okay, Landon. Good to hear from you. Uh, yeah, I was just wanting to comment on the stimulus and things. Um, okay. You know, it's like I don't think the American people uh, don't not appreciate what they're trying to do, but I uh, just... Uh, what happened? Okay, uh, well, Landon, I got like six minutes, so if you want to call back in, I'll, I'll pick you back up again. I don't know what happened to, to Landon. Uh, he just dropped off of there. Um, I guess he, I, well, I'm not going to assume what he did. Landon, if you want to call back in, please call back in. I'll, I'll take your call. But I only got like five and a half minutes. <laughs> okay. All right. So what what I'm saying is, is you're being told one thing. And even in that, the State of the Union is nothing but political theater anyway. It doesn't matter who's up there. So again, don't take it that, oh, you're just beating up on it. Look, Barack Obama did it. I did it to him too. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Joe Biden gets in there. It's going to be the same thing. The message here isn't going to change. It's just some of you are going to like me because all of a sudden I'm going to be holding the law up to, to the other guy that you haven't maybe seen me hold up like I did with Obama. And if you don't think that, if you don't think I held it up to Obama, go to Freedom Outpost. I was writing there since 2012 up until last year. And then come over to Sons of Liberty Media and read what I wrote about Obama and what his administration was doing. And I went further with Obama because I said he's not, I don't even call him a president because he wasn't a natural born citizen. The evidence is overwhelming he wasn't a natural. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the evidence for there's voter fraud. It's overwhelming. <laughs> so, again, the message doesn't change here. But fickle people who are looking for a savior and they say, oh, we're not looking for a savior. That's what they put their hope in. And our hope isn't supposed to be being into that. Um, speaking of the the stimulus, and I was telling you about the guy over here who's a paralegal who got $600 more a week to be unemployed. Thank you, Beth. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family and, and all you guys who are listening. We appreciate you guys very much. The, um, the, the thing is, is this. While some of you were working... A lot of people were sitting home, not only drawing unemployment, which is, again, unconstitutional. You're, you're stealing from somebody and paying another. And look, I've been a business owner. Business owners are forced to pay into un, unemployment. There's an unemployment tax we have to pay. That goes that goes in there so that when you get, you know, whatever, when you're unemployed, you can go draw money on it but that doesn't cover it it's like a subsidy to other theft that's going on okay so that's what was going on in the first one trump wanted to put his name on it and i told you what that was it's nothing but a campaign move because everybody got that check got donald j trump signed on it from the treasury department that's what it was. Donald Trump owns that socialism. That's what that is. 
I just, I, I wish people could see it because I think if people saw that it's happening on both sides and the presidency, because I know some of you people out there don't think that, that, that you think Donald Trump is a real Republican <laughs> versus whatever. I, I don't even know what to say about that. You think he's not like the other guys in there. Speaking of that stimulus, the one that went out earlier this year, do you know that $1.4 billion worth of stimulus payments accidentally were sent accidentally were sent to millions of dead people? See, I told you this is a lot like the, uh, the election stuff. This is a lot like the election stuff. And why people don't get it, I don't understand. I mean, I really don't understand. I understand that they're looking for, you know, their favorite professional wrestler, their favorite football quarterback or or whatever. They're looking for them to somehow, I don't know, be the, uh, what was the thing? The swift boat play. Remember that? Remember the veterans, the swift boat veterans who came out and just totally tanked John Kerry's presidential campaign that time? And since then, everybody's looking for this magic bullet to sink their quote-unquote political opponents. That, that's, what, that's what they do. Instead of understanding what the Constitution says and then following that and holding representatives to that same Constitution. Let me tell you something. If Donald Trump gets another bill that he signs, that he actually signs... It's going to have all this socialist stuff in it, too. It is. It's going to have all that in it, too. Watch and see. Mark my words. It'll be there. And you'll say, well, he got us $2,000. That'll be your focus. He got the American people something. Yeah, but what about the billions or trillions of dollars that you're going into debt for everybody else's special interest, including... Studies that are unnecessary, governments and everything else, security for countries around the world. I want you to think about that. And then think, whose side are you on? You on the side of the law or are you on the side of Trump? You on the side of the law or the side of the Republicans? You on the side of the law or are you on the side of the Democrats? Hot or cold? <laughs> Don't be lukewarm. All right? Merry Christmas, you guys. I will be up in the morning. I'm going to do a show in the morning uh, just because that's my routine to do. And uh, we'll see you 6 a.m. Eastern time, Lord willing, in the morning. See ya.